0: Hello there. Welcome to Greet Our Shot First. I'm Benjamin Light.
1: This is Marco Sparks.
0: And we are back. Back. As promised, only about a month late to do another podcast. You know, I, I feel like I owe our non existent listeners an apology. Yeah. Yeah. You know, have you ever tried to find a, a Star Wars podcast to listen to? I have. They are terrible. They are indeed. And. You know, who am I to complain when I have a Star Wars podcast that I don't update regularly? It's like some cool news breaks and you're like, ooh, I want to like, you know, I've got my Star Wars boner going. I want to think about it while I drive to work. You go to get a Star Wars podcast and it's just some bullshit. Like like I, I tuned into a recent ForceNet podcast thinking oh they're gonna talk about like these new like jedi hunters was it all
1: about toys and shit
0: no the the first 30 minutes of the podcast was them like addressing some stupid bullshit website drama between them and another site because they had you know quote-unquote debunked this rumor that this other site put out and they're just like i want everyone to know i really respect those guys and if you think that we were like just trying to like trash them and like prevent them from getting clicks. It's just like, you don't know us. And it's like, dude, you didn't need to talk about that for a fucking half hour. No one cares about your stupid fucking drama. We're here to talk about Star Wars. Wow. Yeah. So sorry guys. We'll try to do this more often. We've got a lot to talk about since the last time we talked. Basically last time we talked, we just got in the casting announcements and that was it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. It's fitting that since then, we've gotten the uh, Lego <laughs> recreation. Yeah.
0: Very excellent. What I love about that one is that, uh, like, Anthony Daniels is like a 3PO Lego.
1: Well, and you got you got the Chewbacca one.
0: Like, Han Solo, like, has a, a blaster. You know, right. Harrison Ford does.
1: You've got Leia in the, the slave yeah. outfit. Mark can...
0: Hamill's holding a lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much the greatest thing to come out of uh, the the Star Wars pre-production so well, far. I would say I kind
1: of love the look of their Lego JJ from <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, I mean the
0: the photo is it's fascinating and like kind of it's the kind of the power of uh, I don't want to say mystery box, but mystery mm-hmm. just and that's that's all people had to go on. is like that and that one weird animatronic thing from the the JJ video.
1: Right, right. The only thing I would change here or, or bring up is that. Rather than having R2 in the crate, I would have done, like, Lego uh, Kenny Baker. You know. Um, also, I feel like Adam Driver wishes that he looked this normal as this Lego figurine.
0: Well, the Lego, they're great equal. So, you know, Lego is not supposed to be plural. Just, just Lego? Lego, yeah.
1: Did I say Legos?
0: Nah. Everybody says Legos. Yeah. It's like a European thing or something.
1: You play with your Legos.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, first item, additional casting of Lupita Nyong'o and Gwendolyn Christie.
1: The internet is just going to pat themselves on the fucking back for making that happen, aren't they?
0: Well, because obviously they just went and rewrote the whole script to add in these two new of course, female especially, characters.
1: Especially yeah. this close to production, it's mm-hmm. totally easy to do that, the Stop Your Sausage Fest. Yeah. How do you
0: feel about this casting? Aside from, uh, you know, gender, whatever, which is nice. Nice to have more women in the cast, obviously, but I don't think the Internet caused that or anything.
1: I'm just massively curious as to what parts they're going to be playing or what the story is. I mean, Brienne of Darf. Let's see what she's got. I'm
0: not. I don't. I just don't know what to expect with Lupita Nyong'o. How so? Like she's been in like two movies okay um and and, and nonstop she she's really i mean she's just like a, a flight attendant right I, i'm really wondering like what kind of part they're gonna have for her like i don't i don't have a read on like she'll play this kind of a character or that kind of a character
1: uh, but i don't know that you can make that read based on on an actor's previous roles no I mean, but I, I i mean you get the Adam feeling Fry Fry that somebody like gwendolyn roles. i don't know that those are going to inform who he plays in star wars I, mean, I, I think I we're going to be believe... surprised
0: if Gwendolyn Chrissy plays someone just, like, super girly and, like, a damsel, you know?
1: Am I supposed to believe that Adam Driver's going to try to sodomize a character because he was in Girls? No. Will he still be an ugly guy? Yeah. Mm. Other than that, I don't know. But
0: do, do you see what I'm saying, though?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, But it, it kind of applies to to all the co- characters or all the actors. I mean, we can make a joke well, about the... I feel like the... like
0: it's almost assumed, like, people are, it's going to be an upset at this point if... Daisy Ridley's not like a solo daughter.
1: Yeah, you know, I like, mean, but, you know, that's our own fault, though. You know what I mean? The things that we w- we have been reading in on and the rumors we've been hearing, mm-hmm. they're not set in stone. They're not guaranteed.
0: Well, who do you think Lupita Nyong'o will be playing?
1: I-, I i couldn't even guess. I honestly just, I couldn't. I mean, right, a lot of, playing? there's
0: a lot of stupid rumors that she's Asajj Ventress, which, ugh, that'd be terrible.
1: I I don't see that kind of carryover from animated EU material, even if it is now officially sanctioned EU material. I just don't see that kind of carryover. Mm -hmm. Um, I I couldn't guess on her. It's like I couldn't really guess on Oscar Isaac. See what I mean? I couldn't guess on John Boyega.
0: I feel like Oscar Isaac is going to be some sort of scoundrel. He's got kind of that I'm prepared look. to be wrong, but I just feel like he he fits that.
1: He's got kind of that look, but I mean, you know what I mean, like, at the same time we're what's his name, Andy Circus? Like we're all assuming he's playing like a Mocap character, mm-hmm. but maybe he's not, you know what I mean? Like we don't, we don't yeah. know. That's the shitty thing is that we report on what we know, and then you're just going to hear people just speculate like nonstop. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Well, speculation's fun as long as you don't get to wrapped up in it
1: well and i think speculation is fun as long as you 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 can base it on something you know what i mean you can Mm -hmm. you can say look like i'm being a little ridiculous here or you can you know say i'm I'm basing on this thing that's that's tethered to reality i think that's one of the problems i've noticed most star wars podcasts is these people aren't even living on the same fucking planet as the rest of us you know and they're making speculations that are just ludicrous
0: well the the problem i see when i read the forums is that people take some stupid rumor that's probably just unfounded gossip. Right. And they they pan they they spin some ridiculous idea out of it and then start panicking over that idea as though it's real and it's happening.
1: Well, then you've got people who want to make their popularity on reporting this shit and or like, you know, signing off on it like your your Harry Knowles types. No, we'll we'll
0: get to him later. You're fucking uh, like
1: super shadows and all those m- monsters.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, d- I do wonder just what, what the hell kind of role Lupita Nyaga is going to play.
1: I mean, like, when she could be playing, like, a soldier. She could be playing, like, a handmaiden. She could she's be playing like, some I kind of, like, new droid. I fucking
0: guarantee you she's not going to be playing a handmaiden.
1: She could be playing some kind of, like, new droid, you know, for all we know.
0: She could be, like, an Imperial. That would fit.
1: Yeah, it would totally fit her. I mean, mm-hmm. I could definitely see her like in the cap, on the outfit, and everything. Um, I'd be curious, like to then like plug some of these these casts into like your, your, uh, your idea, your yeah. spinoff, your synopsis. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, you could all work these characters in.
1: So let's talk about spin-off movies since I misspoke.
0: Yeah, uh, two directors named, I believe Gareth Edwards was the first one they announced. Yeah. And then later they announced Josh Trank as the second one. Gareth Edwards directed Godzilla.
1: And Monsters?
0: Some movie no one ever watched. And Josh Trank directed Chronicle.
1: And Fantastic Four, if it ever actually happens.
0: Yeah. And Josh Trank's one was like the second one, I think. It was like he's going to be directing the spinoff that comes out in like 2017. Or is it 2018? Maybe I don't know. Like his was like further off, so who knows? I mean, it totally wouldn't shock me if by the time they get around to making that movie, he's not the director, just because that's that, that's how Hollywood works. Sometimes so we'll get attached to projects, and then like they end up doing something else.
1: They might drag him into like a Fantastic Four two. That movie's mm-hmm. remotely successful.
0: Yeah, yeah, I- exactly. Like if for some reason, and this is doubtful, but if for some reason, Fantastic Four is like a hit, it may be that fox is like no like you know you got to do this now you don't and there's just you know schedule conflict or something
1: wasn't michael b jordan one of the people like way back when people were yeah he was a popular popular
0: choice like i think he had had maybe a meeting with jj abrams and so people extrapolated from that or something to that effect
1: Mm. Hmm. all right so what do we know about the spinoff movies
0: Everybody seems to think that it's going to be like some combination of young Han Solo, like, or like prequel Yoda and, uh, like Boba Fett movies. I, well, what was the one that
1: you saw the title for somewhere?
0: Red Five? Red Five was a, a supposed title. It was like the one that was going to come out in like 2020. Um, which is, in interest that would be a cool title for a star Wars spinoff but like what would that be about like like luke's early rebellion days like i i don't know what the hell to make of these spinoffs to be honest i i don't have a frame of reference for them the way like there's the whole marvel idea but that's a totally different animal than star wars yeah you yeah. know well because they're not spinning off all all their ideas have been like spinning off prequel stories, basically, you know, it's like, it's a young Han Solo. It'd be like young Luke or like Boba Fett origin story or something, you know?
1: Right. I just don't see a Boba Fett movie starting off him crawling out of the Sarlacc pit.
0: Even if he did, that's still going to be 30 years before the, the new movies come out.
1: But I'm still kind of of the mind that I like them to use mostly tricks and tropes we've seen in the original six movies. Like I don't recall there being a lot of flashbacks in Star Wars movies, you know? Um, yeah. Um,
0: Revenge of the Sith is the only one with the dream sequence. Yeah. Or actually, no, there is a, a quasi dream sequence in Empire. Um, the vision. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I actually I I couldn't stand the, the visual style that Lucas used in Revenge of the Sith for those uh You those you visions. just kinda
1: watch like Anakin like moaning and groaning and and Attack of the Clones, right? You don't actually see yeah, that yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. yeah, I never liked the visual style of the the Visions and Revenge of the Sith. It all seemed like lazy to me.
1: Yeah. I mean at least the Marvel movies they seem organic. They're propelling the story forward.
0: Well that's the thing, is they're all kind of pieces of a of you know propelling narrative. Whereas right. these spin offs, I if if they really are doing these like young Han Solo, like Yoda Boba Fett movies, like it just seems like it's gonna be weird. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I, I really don't know what to make of them at all. Like I, I I don't have a ton of excitement for them until I know more about it. Like the you know episode seven, eight and nine. Ooh I forgot to add that to our thing uh episode 789 sound interesting. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what to make of the spin
1: Well, I think the one of the things that we were talking about in previous episodes of Greedo Shot first is that I mean, at least to me, there should be something in the main trilogy that some kind of connective tissue, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know,
0: I'm you know how I feel about the idea of a prequel plotline in general right. though. Right. I just It's like, oh, hey, yeah, here's a cool Han Solo adventure. And it's like, yeah, that was, that was neat, I guess. But it it wouldn't be the same as like if the, uh, if episode seven was like five years after Jedi. And then it's like, hey, here's like a Han Solo offshoot movie where in between episode seven and eight, like Han has to go on like one last mission to save a buddy or something. Like it's not that kind of a movie.
1: What it should be is if you were to say, if you were saying, you know making these these pre or these spin-offs like during the time of the original trilogy mm-hmm. it would be like the Han solo movie would be set in mm-hmm. like Han whatever Hans doing you know like after new hope before well, it, it would be
0: it would be the thing about like him and the bounty hunter at Ord Mandel and stuff like that and so then when you when the he Kessel caught Run. back up to Star Wars that uh, you know the the official saga and they referenced it in Empire he'd be like oh yeah they're talking about the the Han Solo movie. Whereas like, this, uh, I, I just don't know what to make of it at all.
1: Some some single-track version of, like, Shadows of the Empire. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I mean, you could do a lot of spin-off movies of what all the characters are doing between Empire and Jedi. Kind of that kind of thing. So if, like, Oscar Isaac, his character, like, departs at the end of Episode 7 and, and shows up again at the start of Episode 8, there's room for a spin-off movie there.
0: Maybe. I guess. I don't know. But that's, this is all just rumors that they're doing these like kind of flashback style movies or whatever. Who knows what they actually are. So let's talk about, okay, so I, mean, I guess know... it, the, the, the disturbing thing to me is that the biggest parallel I can think of are like the X-Men origins Wolverine mm-hmm. type of movie, you know, and then they Yeesh. talked about doing a Magneto one. It's like, I don't think we need that, you know? No,
1: no. no. Um, all right. So obviously we know that, uh, J.J. Abrams is currently directing episode 7. The script, the final shooting script supposedly is going to be, you know, based, it's going to be him and Lawrence Kasdan mm-hmm. based on a uh, uh, story Ma- by Michael Arndt. Sorry, sorry and by Michael Arndt. So then let's talk about episode
0: 8. No, 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 no. Save that till the end. Okay. We got a lot of other stuff to talk about. Um, so there was a brief video that J.J. Abrams did from the set where he had the the weird animatronic character walking by how'd you feel about that
1: i thought it looked cool i mean the the charity thing is cool uh the animatronic character looked very cool very not sloppy dark crystal slash uh uh fucking goblin king movie labyrinth you know it looked- that was
0: all very calculated though is to say hey we're doing practical you know animatronic effects in this movie
1: right right
0: I mean, a lot of the PR has just been trying to, like, kind of win back the uh, the bitchers, bitchers and moaners, the older Star Wars fans.
1: Which, I, I think we say this a lot, but, like, fuck you guys. Like, you bitchers and moaners. Like, the people who, oh, I have a lot more faith in this new Star Wars set because it doesn't have any involvement from George Lucas. Fuck you. You wouldn't have these movies if it weren't for that guy. Come on.
0: mounts. Yeah. No, Disney wants to make money, you know, it's bottom line here. Yeah, good for them. They need to kiss asses. Some Some. Uh, some of the flock has strayed. Yeah. Um, other than that, the set in the background, I mean, I, I guess we're calling this Tatooine. It hasn't been officially reported, but everyone's just calling it
1: Tatooine. So Sure looks like probably it.
0: Probably going to be Tatooine.
1: He had that pretty cool Instagram video of John Boyega uh, riding to work. On a
0: camel, yeah, with Daisy Ridley. Uh, wow. Seemingly, they were the only two actors there uh, in the Abu Dhabi shoot was John Boyega and Daisy Ridley, at least. If anyone else of the main cast was there, they like kept it under wraps. Mm.
1: As they uh, probably would,
0: yeah. And then there were some leaked set photos yeah. of the Abu Dhabi set as well as the uh, Pinewood Studios sets but it was, it all seemed like those pinewood shots were all from like kind of early set building days mm-hmm. they weren't like current that was the impression i got yeah it was all like like stuff was still being built um i mean the big highlights are obviously there's a, a millennium falcon set which we'd all kind of heard that they were making anyway mm-hmm. um there's something that kind of looked like an x-wing you remember that um yep there on the Abu Dhabi set there was that big weird like lizardy pig looking animatronic thing that was like the size of a honda civic
1: mm-hmm. do you want to talk about abram's response to the uh, millennium falcon
0: i guess we can mention it i mean it's just a snarky little thing the funny thing about his he just posted like a thing saying like that you know i can confirm the millennium falcon is not going to be in the movie you know like mm-hmm. that's ridiculous or whatever and it is Written on a piece of paper sitting on top of the holo chest set on the set of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And what was funny is there are certain dipshits on the internet, like Devin Ferici of Badass Digest, who like took that as some sort of like insult. Like first they didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And then they are like like they they don't know how to process that like JJ has a sense of humor.
1: Well, it's first of all, if you run something called badass digest, you're either a fucking moron or like why don't you have a sense of humor
0: that guy's such a just bottom scraping piece of shit i don't even want to talk about him you heard it here first yeah all all he does is bitch and moan and like pass along bullshit rumors and then be like well it sounded like bullshit but i ran it anyway for clicks and you know like that's my job like he hates people like jj J. abrams because uh jj J. abrams doesn't realize that it's jj J. abrams job to give this guy shit to report on a stupid website
1: yeah would you in a perfect world love to have like like beef with all these like Star Wars newsbait?
0: oh the, yeah it's on greeter shop first beefs with all these guys mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Latina, the Latina review the force net making Star AACN badass digest we beef with all of you we will throw down anytime oh
1: I don't even I don't even have beef with the AACN guys they're they're too comical they're too outlandishly ridiculous to even take i just
0: want to know if they're going to get the jedi council back together
1: please god get the jedi council back together i mean can we should talk uh harry's stuff of episode two real quick like flashback and shit talk the
0: seventh tower well that was mcweeney but
1: well the just the harry reporting that like while he was on his fucking (laughs) book tour suits like executives from lucasfilm would show up Because they wanted to show Harry a rough cut of episode 2 to get his fucking approval. To get him on board. Because otherwise, what? They're going to go back and recut the movie? They're going to go do Mm -hmm. reshoots because Harry Knowles doesn't approve? Exactly. He actually printed this as if this was real. Was he not on drugs from his pain medicines at the time?
0: Probably. What I don't get is why anyone still listens to Latino Review about anything. They've been wrong so many times. Yeah, and yet people are like, oh, it's just because they they provide like grist for the mill, you know. They give people shit to talk about and like panic over. Yeah. Anyway, uh, leaked set photos. Not much on the Abu Dhabi sets. Is a lot of kind of people in weird alien-looking costumes. They had like the the heads off, so we didn't totally know what they looked like. Right. There's that weird kind of like a gate, uh, like. Like, there's some sort of, like, cage or, like, an arena, maybe, or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of, and some of the stuff looked like it was straight out of old uh, Ralph McQuarrie paintings. Like, original episode for, you know, set, or not set, but, um, like, concept art Mm -hmm. that never got used. So, that's neat.
1: Yeah.
0: I think the the kind of quasi-X-wing thing looks similar to something in the original concept art as well.
1: That's pretty cool if they're going back to the Macquarie stuff.
0: That seems like a J.J. Abrams thing to do. Yeah. Yeah really. I guess Doug Chang is like still the guy. Huh. I think I read that. Like he's he's still the uh art director or like lead designer or whatever.
1: I imagine trying to keep as many of the original guys as possible.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh what else we have? About Harrison Ford's accident.
1: Oh shit. Yeah, it's, so uh, is it a broken ankle?
0: Uh we've seen broken ankle, we've seen broken leg. The problem is like the the media outlets that are reporting firsthand on this are all like shitty British tabloids right. known for their like sensationalism and bullshit. Yeah. So no one totally knows what to think. Um I've seen broken leg, I've seen broken ankle. Um I think the initial reports that he'd be out, like, you know, six to eight weeks. And then, of course, with no prompting at all, like, Jedi News started reporting that there was, like, a secret meeting um, among uh, Disney executives who were panicking because Harrison Ford is going to be out for, like, six months or something like that. And they're going to have to, like, you know, redo all this script stuff. And Jedi News, by the way, they're the same site who reported forever that Ksenia Solo was going to be, like, the lead character. Mm. um so obviously they have a ton of credibility they've been wrong about literally everything they've reported so far but they were they reported something kind of uh sensational and so it got picked up by io9 and all these you know badass Digests and all these other dipshit sites mm. who just just oh we'll just go ahead and pass along this stupid totally unconfirmed rumor because uh it's on the internet and i heard something similar even though i had no sources for that and so yeah. Now the fans are panicking about like you know the productions and chaos and turmoil. Probably nothing of the sort. That's my guess.
1: Yeah. I mean, like my thing is, I understand people want a certain level of spoilage, a certain level of tease. I get mm-hmm. that. But I mean, when it's when it's all sensational, when it's, it's clearly bullshit, you know, where well, Star Wars fans do this weird thing, thing where they they work
0: themselves into a frenzy right. over a minor piece of news where it's like, oh my god. Harrison Ford is, like, on um, life support, and, you know, <laughs> Felicia Flockhart's, like, flying out to, like, read him his last rites or something, and, and like, the, it's going to be chaos. Like, they're going to have to, like, delay the movie a year, and, you know, J.J.'s going to get fired for, like, safety issues. Like, I mean, they just go completely apeshit over this, the smallest little details, you know?
1: I would love for people to concoct a uh, rumor that Ally McBeal is going to be in the movie.
0: Oh, there's a Tom Cruise one.
1: Oh, Tom Cruise! That's right. He's going mm-hmm. to replace.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, Ford. I like that one. Tom Cruise is going to replace Harrison Ford, recasted Han Solo as Tom Cruise, just because of some rumor that like he was on the set, I think, mm-hmm. or like had like talked to JJ, right, I mean, something super minor.
1: He's twenty years younger than Harrison Ford, but by all means, he could be the new Han Solo. By
0: all mm-hmm. means. And then. Of course, you have to have a discussion of whether or not it would be acceptable for Tom Cruise to even have a cameo in a Star Wars movie.
1: Uh, only one person gets to make that decision, really, and it's possibly the director.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not some jackass on the Internet.
0: That strikes me as the kind of thing where like, he'd be in like a stormtrooper outfit and he'd never know it was him. <laughs> I and mean, Cruise is kind of weird like that.
1: Uh, can I just say that uh, Daisy Ridley turns to this extra and is like, you're pretty short for a stormtrooper. <laughs>
0: exactly. Uh, uh, but apparently, I mean, the official word is that they're just like reshuffling the uh, the schedule, and they'll like pick up Harrison Ford stuff after he heals.
1: More than likely.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, there's this photo of him like being pushed somewhere in a wheelchair, and people are like, "Oh my god," you know, like he's in a wheelchair. Which, like, I don't think people realize that, like, when you're in a hospital. They, they like, wheel you out in a wheelchair. They don't let you out of that fucking wheelchair. Like yeah. you can you could be like no, seriously, I can walk. Like my legs aren't even injured, but like if you're in for any reason at all, you're getting wheeled around a re- wheelchair.
1: Yeah, if you have a toothache, fake, don't put you in a wheelchair. Mhm. So let's talk about the Jedi Hunters.
0: Oh god. So there's, I think it's makingstars.net ran some story. And the, the dumb thing about the drama between uh, the ForceNet and them is the story they ran was not, this is the plot of the movie. The story they ran was, these are the rumors that are kicking around Pinewood among people who are like tangential to the production. Right. So like, this is what, this is what the gossip among people in Pinewood is about what the movie's about.
1: Listen here. The chauffeur and the caterer got together. Exactly exactly it's like the
0: the guy from the website was like i have a couple contacts who work at pinewood not necessarily on the star wars production but like this is like this is the rumor that's going around internally like from among the people who are just like guessing themselves and the rumor is that there would be villains who are jedi hunters uh and the the people providing this this source did not say that they were inquisitors but when the inquisitors from the, the rebels tv show were described to them they said it sounded similar they would be these uh, kind of evil force users who wear black and chrome they're not sith but they want to bring back the sith by hunting down the jedi and like you know unbalancing the force or something and so that for 30 years luke and any acolytes of his have been on the run from these jedi hunters who like Palpatine had held them off while he was in power but then they they've risen again to like return the Sith
1: but why would why would he have to if they wanted to bring back the Sith
0: well it was like he it was the rumor is like Palpatine had like told them to like lay off Luke Skywalker or something like that Mm. but then you know after Palpatine and Vader died then they had to like you know, reactivate and, and start hunting down Jedi again or something.
1: It's like, it's like if JJ Abrams and Lawrence Kazan sat down together and said, you know what? Here's the thing between the two of us, we don't know how to do a star Wars movie, Mm -hmm. but what we ought to do is a fucking Riddick movie.
0: Well, no, it had Adam driver, Lupita Nyong'o. And I can't remember who they had playing the other Jedi hunter might have been Oscar Isaacs, but it was like there would be three of them, hmm. three Jedi hunter villains, and they they would use lightsabers, but they're not Sith, so, you know, theoretically maybe they aren't as good as, like, Luke.
1: I mean, were they meant to be, like, the main villains of the piece?
0: I guess. And now, so, and the the idea was that these were, like, the Inquisitors from that Rebels TV show that they're doing. It was all going to be closely tied together, which, honestly, I kind of doubt there's going to be much of a link at all between the TV show. And in right. episode seven, because for everything I've ever seen in like movie and TV production, the, when the big swinging movie director dicks walk in, they don't give a fucking shit. What goes on in the TV show?
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Like JJ Abrams. It's not like, Oh, I have all these cool ideas, but let me see what you're doing on the cartoon for kids.
1: Well, I mean like, so look at the co-screenwriters for Star Trek into darkness Mm-hmm. They did like you know comic book prequels themselves that tied in t- that led the way into into darkness that had nothing really to do with the story. Mm-hmm. Um, the the guys from Lost you know were heavily involved in that Viadoma's game. Oh, that nice.
0: the game was stupid.
1: But it was like directly like uh, uh, put was, down you know. It by was designed the story
0: of Lost. Well, and it was designed as well to kind of like. Be contradicted.
1: that's what I'm looking for. Directly contradicted by actual storylines on Lost.
0: It ended up being that way, but it was designed to be like inconsequential to the main storyline. Yeah. You yeah. know? Um So anyway, after that all came out on this website, the Forcenet said like we can't name our sources, but they said that this is all wrong. And so many website drama they don't care about between those two sites. But you get the sense that their source is like Lucasfilm PR. Like, they're just like, we can't say who, you know, I don't want to talk about this at all. But like, all I can tell you is they're wrong. It's either Lucasfilm PR or like Mark Hamill or something like that.
1: Like- or a rival caterer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So I don't, I, I doubt that plot line's happening anyway. Right. But there are always new rumors. One of which is that John Boyega is a stormtrooper who crash landed on Tatooine and was rescued by Daisy Ridley's character, who's some sort of orphan and not related to Han or anyone else. Mm. And he's like, he's kind of starts out as a bad guy, but like, as she like nurses him to health, he kind of like switches sides or whatever. And, and the, meanwhile, the rest of the movie is about Han Solo, like searching the galaxy for Luke. It was like the search for Luke movie. Hmm. What's funny to me is that a lot of the rumors, they, they have to tie them to something. Mm-hmm. And so the people can't let go of those stupid casting sides from the open auditions, the Rachel and Thomas. Right. Like people are like, they have to treat those like those are real scenes and not like uh basically like cribbed like Hunger Games uh script. Right, right. And so they have to like come up with like a, well, Daisy Ridley is Rachel and John Boyega is Thomas. You know, they have to work that in naturally and Um, and they they seem to have a hard time grasping the idea that when you make a movie you don't film it chronologically so just because they filmed first on you know Tatooine, mm -hmm. we all assume doesn't mean that Tatooine is the opening of the movie it could be like at the third act for all we know
1: well and you know it's still essentially a rumor that boyega is one of the one of the leads you know
0: uh, he got top billing in the in the official pr so i feel like he is or at least you know of the the, the a trio of uh new leads i think was the language True, yeah you're right you're so right. i i feel like we're pretty sure john boyega and daisy ridley are two of the three trio of new leads the other one's kind of up to speculation whether or not it's oscar isaacs or uh uh donald gleason or possibly even lupita nyonga or Gwendolyn christie we don't know
1: right um I don't dislike this very vague crash stormtrooper Han searching for Luke story. I, I don't know what this means, I don't know where this goes. It's very bare bones. I don't know how it quite fits into like the mold of a Star Wars film, but it's not mm-hmm. terrible on its own. It doesn't sound as dumb to me as everything was just, you know, related to me in the like Jedi Hunters pitch. Well, people
0: didn't like that pitch, because it was like, wait, so Luke's been on the run for 30 years?
1: Yeah.
0: The search for Luke. What was the stupid name people said the working title was? An Ancient Fear? The Ancient, the, fear, the yeah. ancient fear, yeah. The Ancient Fear, yeah. All the money I own, that's not the title of Episode 7.
1: Yeah, after The New Hope, you have The Ancient Fear.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so fucking
1: stupid. Or what was the one that we saw on the website that one time? Son of Suns.
0: Son of Suns. Yeah, there, there's all sorts of uh, really bad, like photoshopped posters out there.
1: Have you gotten your your Maisie Williams for Red Lightsaber poster yet?
0: Not really, no. Because I, I I I gotta say I'm disappointed with the current level of uh, internet photoshopping of lightsabers onto people. Like people are just taking that one headshot photo of Mm -hmm. Daisy Ridley and like really poorly photoshopping it into like, like fake posters and stuff like that. Right. Even though there are like, she's been in other stuff. There isn't like any like kind of production artwork from that, but you know, you can pull screen grabs and whatnot.
1: Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Internet, you're kind of, you're kind of falling down on the job here.
0: Yeah. The force ran like a contest for star Wars, uh, posters like fake posters they were all hideous like really bad
1: so what what is the worst like star wars podcast you've heard yet
0: um you know i gotta say listening to the force net guys bitch and moan for half an hour mm-hmm. about their stupid website drama it's like dudes nobody takes you that seriously no one cares like right they are not tuning in to listen about the drama
1: what we're ultimately looking forward to was how relevant the Force.net was before we ever knew there was going to be prequels, mm-hmm. and how relevant they were, like, after Revenge of the Sith finally came out.
0: Um, you know, that one we listened to right after the news broke of the, the original cast, they were, it was the one guy had this whole idea about how Luke would be a hermit, like, he how he wouldn't want to, like... Build a, a Jedi Legacy. Right. I'm not saying that was a good idea, but that particular podcast was probably the best of the Star Wars podcasts we listened to.
1: Was it the Danish guys? The European guys? Maybe. I don't know. There was one that we listened to, and then there was the one where they kept trying to get guys on the phone. Like-
0: I think that was the one I'm talking about. They, they had, like, some Skype issues early. But that that one, it they seemed the least dipshitty.
1: Hmm. I liked the the enthusiasm of the Danish guys for the longest time, and then they started to get dipshitty, like, towards the end of, like, their hour and a half podcast. Mm-hmm. But for the longest time, they were, like, sticking to the facts, sticking to what is known, I mean, photographically at that point, uh, and just being super excited that you actually had something like a photograph. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, mm-hmm. even with the news about the movie and stuff, I feel like most Star Wars podcasts are like, hey... I just bought this like limited edition, like mm-hmm. super fucking expensive merchandising thing.
0: Oh, the one of the other podcasts I listened to, they they like briefly touched on whatever the newest rumor or, or piece of news was, like you know, like Gwendolyn Christie and Piniago. And then they were like, let's talk about whether or not Disney stores are going to carry like female apparel for Star Wars. Uh, and I was just like, and I'm done. Yeah. i I don't i don't understand people are into star wars merchandising it just seems like the most boring part of star wars
1: i mean i don't i don't have a problem with people into star wars merchandising a podcast about it though that's dreadful i just
0: feel like there's so much star wars merchandising in the world that it's you don't even need to worry about it like there's going to be toys and shirts and everything you possibly Well, I mean, like I said, if you're,
1: if you're just some dude who's going out and buying a t- shit ton of Star Wars stuff to do your podcast, like I fucking feel bad for you. I hope you're rich.
0: Nah, yeah, some people are collectors. Yeah. Anyway, the biggest news, which may not be news because it hasn't been confirmed. It's just rumored. Although, it kind of seemed like a tweet confirmed it. Right. Uh, episode 8 to be written and directed by Ryan Johnson. Oh, and, shit. And he... the. So, Varying rumors. Some rumors said he would be writing and directing episode 9 as well. Others said he would just be writing a treatment for 9. Right. I'd say that's probably more likely because I think it's going to be a different director for each movie.
1: Well, because be, he's going to be busy.
0: Yeah. Well, that's like, of course, people try to kick out some controversy and be like, oh, it's because Harrison Ford got injured. Like, J.J.'s getting fired. Like, they're not going to have him do episode 8. When I don't, I never expected JJ to do episode eight. Like I expect him to probably hang on as like a producer and like be a part yeah. of the story group, but he's like the quintessential director who like just kicks you off and then goes and does something else. Like he just done that with a ton of different TV shows. Right. Um, I, I was actually kind of surprised he ended up doing it into darkness. Yeah. I feel like if he could go back and do it again, he probably wouldn't do that movie.
1: I think he probably just wanted to do, Continue on his thing a little bit more, but also throw in a few more Star Warsy like mm-hmm. sequences which he did in spades. Yeah. I mean, but like yeah, he's that guy that you bring in to do that thing. Like I don't know if you remember Superman flyby?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Know, his job was just to kick off the well, I uh, mean he did
0: script. he did Lost, you know, grace pilot of all time. Yeah. He's done a lot of other TV shows.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean he started uh Felicity Alias, almost human, like he, fringe like he kicks stuff off and then he really is you know just kind of drifts into the background so revolution was he involved in that yeah it was, it was like Favreau too right
1: yeah like father
0: directed the pilot um but yeah i mean that that's totally his mo so it's not surprising at all that he wouldn't be directing episode eight Oh, what's funny is in some playboy interview like several months back when he's mentioning like other directors, like the hot young directors, he mentioned Ryan Johnson. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a shock if he had a hand in getting Ryan Johnson hired to do Episode Eight.
1: Right, right. Uh, yeah, Ryan Johnson has got quite a little like uh, uh CV that he's working on. You know, with uh Brick, Looper, The Brothers Bloom, that episode of Breaking Bad. He's done a few episodes of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um. He's a very solid writer director, I think
0: well he's the kind of most interesting choice so far cuz he's he's very stylized in the way he works mm-hmm. as opposed to somebody like gareth edwards or josh trank they they seem more like kind of technical director type of people you know like yeah. they can they can deliver on the like the technical side of things but ryan johnson is like this is like an indie movie director basically
1: yeah yeah i mean this is a guy who you know comments on like shank roof scripts and stuff like that so he's definitely got his indie roots he's also got you know his his i mean like looper i think or was really showing off that he could play with the big boys
0: yeah but it was still very much like a indie a sensibility. Sing, a singular vision you know yeah yeah so writing and directing that'll be fascinating i mean obviously there's there's like a story group that's like it: kathleen kennedy lawrence kazan simon kinberg j.j abrams Like, there's, like, a cabal of people at Lucasfilm that kind of are handling the Star Wars saga story from now on.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he's handed an outline. Yeah, so it's not
0: just, like, they're going to be like, well, here's some characters. Go ahead and give, you know, write something. We'll see if we like it. Right. And he probably has already, like, pitched the whole thing based on limited outlines or something like that like they don't just hire these guys because they like saw their movie and thought they were cool
1: going to go ahead and start the bullshit rumors right here in this episode joseph gordon levitt Sith lord (laughs) or
0: something he was not a good cobra commander in that terrible fucking g.i joe movie
1: uh was anybody a good anything in that movie
0: no well i mean rachel nichols was all right maybe get her into a star wars movie She's, a, how about, she's an old JJ hat.
1: Yeah. How about just the guy who plays Carlos on uh, on a continuum? <laughs> there you go. He, he doesn't play Superman. And then he goes in Star Wars. Well, that
0: that does make me wonder though. Like somebody like Josh Trank or Gareth Edwards, presumably they had some sort of pitch, right? Like one of them came in and said, "Here's my Boba Fett movie," and it was right. like good enough to get them hired. So. Would
1: well, you remember I like? A little over a year ago, the uh, the cold dread that swept through you when you you flip onto the internet that one day and it's like uh, Zack Snyder's directing a Star Wars movie.
0: I don't. I think I must have missed that. Oh god, it was, it
1: was total bullshit. But it was like on one day, like on Vulture, they like reported that, yeah. and, it, and then it came back with like, no, it's not. That's not even remotely true. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So this is what is known
0: well i'm i'm super intrigued by ryan johnson directing episode eight i'm a huge uh brick fan
1: yeah it's a great movie it's
0: the the dialogue is so stylized i can't wait to see how ryan johnson incorporates his style into star wars movie
1: i mean it's a wonderful like modern film noir you know set in a high school setting Mm -hmm. um yeah very i mean like just the joy of dialogue It'd be interesting to see that brought to a Star Wars movie just because, you know, people complain about, Anakin, you're breaking my heart. I mean, oh, that's you... not what
0: they complain about. What's they, the worst
1: it, line that people complain about from Star Wars prequels?
0: I hate sand.
1: <laughs> not even it's Rough that.
0: and coarse, gets everywhere. Not like you.
1: This storm will slow them down.
0: <laughs> that is the best line in the prequels. It's pretty bad. This storm will slow them down looks pretty bad <laughs> hugh korshi nailing it
1: because
0: uh, you know they're i mean i guess they're probably not in a green screen for that right i think i think they're actually probably in tunisia for that but <laughs> it's like the that that line reading is like the only thing lazier is uh billy d williams delivery in return of the jedi when he's talking to han Mm-hmm. Uh, th- there's that really awful scene where Han's telling him to, like, take the Falcon.
1: Right,
0: right. Oh, man. Billy Dee's just like, would you get going, you old pirate?
1: <laughs> He's been snapping that Colt 45. Uh,
0: I got your word now. Not a scratch, right? That whole scene's awful. God. But, I
1: mean, you heard it here first. Josh Trank is doing a Captain Panaka spinoff movie.
0: Didn't he, yeah. like, get space aids and die or something?
1: Confirmed.
0: It was like it, the, it's like uh, the the actor like wanted more money or something.
1: It's the movie where Captain Panaka hands over the baton to uh, Captain Tycho.
0: Well, there was sort of a weird thing in episodes uh one through three where they filmed the first one in was it In I think so, yeah. And then they did the next two in Australia. So like suddenly the whole Kind of character of the background actors changed, and they're all like Australians and like New Zealanders.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they cover their ass though, because you had the passage of like ten years, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. they developed a Kiwi accent over time.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where that's where you got your Django fat.
0: But I think Disney has uh, Pinewood just like blocked out for like the next like ten years or something. I mean. They're going to be filming there forever.
1: I mean, I guess just they need to eventually make room for like a James Bond movie. And other than that, it's theirs.
0: Yeah. So uh, anything else you want to talk about?
1: No, just uh, excited to be back talking about Star Wars. Excited to hear some of this new news and very curious about what it all means.
0: I just can't wait for the first official something, anything, you know? Picture, like, yeah, or yeah. Picture in costume, mm-hmm. any official acknowledgement of who the characters are playing, or well, the actors just, are playing.
1: It's so weird to think that, like, a year from now, or you know, a little bit later, you'll start getting like Entertainment Weekly covers, yeah, know, characters yeah. and costume. It's so weird to think that you could ever get. Well, because there.
0: there's this machine that's going to start cranking up next fall. That's right. going to be insane.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, they're like, gonna be
0: on like soda cans and a million toys and like clothing, posters, books. Like, there's gonna be like you're gonna go to a Barnes and Noble or something, and they won't just have like the novelization. They'll have like 20 other books and weird things you can get that are related to it. You in know, some like, way. The, uh, like the picture Dor- book, the and...
1: Dorling Kindersley book about how to build your own lightsaber.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, all that kind of shit.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be. It's
0: gonna be so much fun. Well, it's weird because it's like for so long, you're just like you had nothing at all. And then a month before the movie premieres, you can walk into the store and it's like Qui-Gon's noble end. And you're like, well, fucking great.
1: (laughs) You weren't that surprised. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm.
0: Exactly. Luke's noble end.
1: Uh, Can't wait.
0: Luke's procedure.
1: His procedure. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And the search for Luke. I wonder will there will there be a traditional teaser where it's just like here's a couple shots? Or will it be a JJ teaser where it's like here's like a, just a scene to right. like, you know, whet your appetite?
1: Oh, that's such a good question.
0: Does so, I mean Cloverfield, which he produced and uh Super 8, which he directed, both had amazing teasers. Mm-hmm. You could go in all sorts of different directions for Star Wars Caesar. Caesar.
1: I would think that, yeah, that J.J. Abrams would be somewhat involved in how...
0: I think that know, might have been part of this deal.
1: Yeah, how he's going to get marketed. I mean, why else would he get involved?
0: hmm
1: I mean, why would you give up that kind of control if you could have it?
0: Yeah, Can't wait. Yep. Maybe when we do this again at the end of July, we'll have something concrete. Oops, like a a leaked set photo of a cast in costume would be fascinating.
1: Well, I just can't wait. Well, there's lots of for... weird
0: there's weird rumors that like Daisy Ridley's role is extremely gymnastic. Mm-hmm. Sounds fascinating.
1: Well, what I'm really looking forward to is when the mystery box releases a few candidates who go straight to Harry Knowles, you know, just to get his approval and like drops some choice nuggets of information along the hem. Then we'll mm-hmm. really know it's real. Yeah. Yeah, then you know well, that three days. Three days later, Jesus will rise. Yeah, we
0: need McWeenie to chime in.
1: Oh yeah, without a doubt. Come on, Drew McWeenie, get in there. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, uh, we'll be back in a month or maybe sooner.
1: Yeah. See you then.
0: Bye bye.